If you have your Bibles, Mark chapter 12. Mark 12, uh, you can follow along on the screen, but we've been in a series in Mark's gospel for quite a while. And it's great because we go chapter by chapter and verse by verse every single week. And so you can always go back, you go to our podcast, you go to Spotify. We just updated a bunch of uh, messages as well recently. And you can go to YouTube as well and and listen out to the messages as well from the very beginning all through. And you hear the the story overall of what's happening right now. And so we're going to read three verses today. But in three verses, there's a lot going on here. Uh, Verse 35, Mark 12, 35. This is while Jesus... All right, Jesus was teaching in the temple courts. He asked, why do the teachers of the law say that the Messiah is the son of David? David himself speaking by the Holy Spirit declared, the Lord said to my Lord, sit on my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. How then can he be his son? Verse 37. The large crowd listened to him with delight. That's all the verses we're going to read today. Titles this. If you want to take notes, you want to write it down, jot it down. He's more than you think. He's more than you think. How many know that God, when we're speaking about God, that God is more than what we think he is. God has always more in store for us than we ever bargained for. We can have our expectations of who God is in our life. They thought their Messiah would come and they had high hopes that the kingdom would be restored. But it didn't work out that way because Jesus had a different plan because number two, Jesus is the Lord you didn't know you needed. Jesus is the Lord that you didn't know that you needed. See, when Jesus came over here, he, he came to establish as well. He didn't just come to save us. He came to take on a, 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 a rulership, authority. He came to take on power. And when Jesus came to this world, he, he came and they were expecting a political liberator, the one that was going to come with his chariots and horses and go into Caesar's palace, not the Las Vegas one, the real one, and walk in there and, and take over the throne. They thought that, Je- that that's, that's the Messiah that they're waiting for. But then Jesus came as a peasant. He came as a poor person, lived in a town called Nazareth. He, he worked a job as a carpenter doing construction. He shows up completely different than everything they anticipated, and he was the one they didn't know they needed. How many have ever expected something, and you got something better than you thought you were expecting? Like, Like you were expecting something, one thing. It's like when they hook you up at McDonald's with a little more extra, or they get your order wrong, and it's better than the order that you actually ordered. (laughs) You got, you, got, you, got, you got more fries end up in there or something. I don't know. You did a little winky face at the girl. I don't know what you did, but, you know, you, you was blessed that day. Oftentimes, Christian life is like this, and this is, this is simple. Jesus is the Lord. You didn't know that you needed. But you know what a Lord means? It, what, what does a Lord refer to? I mean, it's someone or something that has power. Authority, influence, a master, a ruler. That's what, that's what a Lord is. It's a ruler by 
hereditary rights or preeminence to whom service and obedience are due. That, that, that's who a Lord is, someone who, who rules over, who has power, who has ownership. Some of us, we like to be the Lord of our own life and claim ownership and say, well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm on my own. And we live in a very individual society more now than ever before. I mean, you know, I mean, just like Destiny's Child said, all the women independent, you know, <laughs> you know, all of us are more independent now than ever before. We celebrate doing your own thing, getting your own stuff. As a young adult, you want to get your own job, your own house, your own car, you pay your own bill. Like, you, you don't want no one to tell you what to do, what time to go to bed. I mean, it's more now than ever before. I mean, we, I mean some of us were in frustration this week. Like, we want control of our own electricity. We want, we want control of our own meals. And when that control is taken away, well, you, you, you don't know what to do. And like, because, I mean, you have your own power to do stuff. And when, when things are out of your control, I mean, it's, it's fight or flight. It's, 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 it's frustrations. What do you do? I mean, we want to be, this, this, we have this entitlement of who we are nowadays. But there's something special about being under someone else who's in control. There's something important about coming under someone who has the power. You hear me today? There's something special about when a person says, you know, I know that the society tells me to be my own self, to do their own self, to do their own mistakes, be their own bad, be their own man, have their own power. But there's something special about when you come under an authority, you come under a creator, you come under a person who has power, and he's the Lord you didn't even think that you needed. Some of you need some authority in your life. Some of you need some power over you. Some of you need some influence over you because that's the thing that you've been missing. You're trying to do it on yourself. And God is saying right now, he says, even David, he said, my Lord said to my Lord, verse 36, let's put that on the screen. He put that, he said, the Lord said to my Lord, he said, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies at your feet. The Lord said to my Lord, can I tell you, this was a society. See, David was the great, 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 great grandfather of Jesus. Never, you would be crazy out of your mind to call one of your children or descendants your Lord. That was the society of that day. You would never call them your Lord. It's like your parents calling you sir. You know that don't play. You know that they don't work. Imagine your grandparents calling you sir. They're calling you, and, and you're the one in charge of them. And here's David, thousands of years. And David is this historical figure. I mean, I mean like, like I, I said, said, he's the, he's the, he's the George, George Washington of that culture. culture. He's, he's, I mean, he's, he is the Thomas Edison. He's everything. Benjamin Franklin. He's every important figure, uh, a historical person that went in front of us. I mean, it says, David said it himself. Under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. If you miss that, we'll miss a lot. Through the Holy Spirit's word, he was saying to, he said, sit. He said, the Lord said to my Lord, how, he says, the Lord, meaning God, said to my Lord, Jesus. 
to sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. Can I tell you, he understood. David, a thousand years earlier, he said, he says, I know that there's gonna come a day where there's someone else that's gonna come and have more power. There's, there's gonna come a day with someone who is, has more authority than me. I, I, I'm a king, I'm an important person, but there is a king of kings and a lord of lords that is coming and he's gonna sit at the right hand of God. I, there was an occasion in scripture where John and his brother James, they go up to Jesus and says, man, we have one request. We want to sit at your left and right, Jesus. And Jesus said, it's not for me to grant, but it's for the Father's decision. And he already decided that the Son sits at the right hand. I have confidence today that no matter what is happening in the world, no matter what is happening in this nation, no matter what crisis, whether it's water, whether it's a pandemic, whatever situation is happening in this moment, I have all, I have all, I can rest and I can sleep at night. I have all peace today that my God is sitting on the throne and he's at the right hand of the Father and he died for me and he will put the enemies of him under his feet. I'm not scared. He's the Lord that you didn't know you needed. There's something to be said about coming under authority. It's a son coming under a father. There was a meme that I saw on Facebook a couple weeks ago. I thought it was kind of funny, but it's, you know, it's kind of, kind of cute, one of those things. Like, you know, why do we raise our hands in worship? They said, why do we raise our hands, you know? And, and they it put the response of like, why do we raise our hands in worship? Because what does a child do when they want to be held? And I think about it. When I raise my hands in worship, I say, God, I come under your authority, God. And I just want you to hold me, God. I've been through a rough week. I've been through some rough stuff. There's people dying. There's people uh, in the hospitals right now. There's COVID. There's, there's, there's a lot of things happening right now in the world. And this world is, is getting even darker and darker. And, and you see the signs of the things to come. And I raise my hand and I say, God, uh, there's something to be said of the person that, that is in control. And he's the Lord. I didn't know what I needed in my life. He's the one that I need. In all depression, in all moments of anxiety, in all moments of hurt, in every moment of, of fear, in every moment where I contemplate and I can't stop thinking, there's only one person I can run to, Jesus. This world needs Jesus. Anybody believe that? This world needs Jesus. So their expectation was of a Messiah that, that would overthrow the kingdom. But Jesus says, I have an eternal kingdom. And We'll go back to that verse real quick, verse 36. He says, he says sit on my hand till, till, till my, I, I put your enemies under your feet. I'm not scared of no devil. I, 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 I tell you that. I, I'm not scared of no devil. I'm not scared of Satan. I'm not scared of Lucifer. I'm not scared of demons. I'm not scared of curses. I'm not scared of, 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 of things out there in the world. I'm not scared of witches and warlocks and, and everyone who wants to inca- have incantations to evil spirits. I'm not scared. I'm not scared of people with power. I'm not scared of people with money. You can be the president. You can be a senator. You can be a leader. You can be a political ruler. You can be a king. You can be a businessman. You can own Amazon. You can own the world. You can own everything. 
everything in the world. I'm not scared because every enemy that goes against God is under his feet. And at the end of the day, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. Verse 37. David himself calls him Lord. He says, even David, the guy that you look up to, the guy that you celebrate, he says, that he's my Lord. How can he be his son? He says, a large crowd listened to him in delight. Oh, I want to believe that the crowd listened because they saw something different. They saw the questions of the other Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes, the Herodians. They saw what everyone else was asking but then they saw the power, of divine power that only Jesus had that no one else had. Every other religious leader didn't have what Jesus had. No one else would call their son Lord, but David says, no, he, he is. He's something more. Can I tell you today that God is something more than what you've ever imagined? See, this passage should force our modern church to reconsider the way that Jesus is king and the fact that God puts enemies under his feet. Jesus is servant. He came as a humble servant, but he's also master and ruler. He's the triumphant king. And we have to understand that Jesus is ultimately in control and he's the answer to this. I'm gonna ask the worship team to get ready. Uh, this is a moment. Every enemy, everything that comes up against God will bow down. There's no problem, there's no situation that we've, we could go through that God hasn't already conquered that God can already defeat, that God can already win. He's already won the battle. He's in control. And today I, I want to give people the opportunity to understand maybe he's your savior, but is he your Lord? Because Jesus can save you, but for him to be your Lord, we call him Lord. And Jesus even said in Matthew, he says, not everyone that calls me Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven. But there's something special about people who come and say, God, you're my Lord, meaning you're my master. And a society that believes in so much of individualism, it's coming before God. Say, God, you're in control. I can't sleep at night, but God, you're in control. God, I, I don't have the means to pay my bills, but God, you're in control. God, my pipes burst. You're in control, God. God, I, man, I, I'm going through this. I had a fight with my, my, my spouse. I, I, you're in control, God. God, I, I can't do this anymore with my children. You're in control, God. And, and, and so David himself calls him Lord. Can I tell you, you're the, he's the God that you never thought he would be for you. And he will provide ways unimaginable that you would ever have thought you would have, he would have provided. God is much so much more than a friend.
is so much more than your homeboy. He's your Lord. And when I come before God, I want to say, God, you're in control. You have all the power and authority, God. And I give it to you. And so the crowd listened to him with delight. Can I tell you the crowd? This world does not need another imitation. This world does not need people who want to pretend they're Christians. This world does not need fake Christianity, another religion. What this world needs is people who understand who's in control and will do whatever it takes to serve him and give everything they got to him. An expression of the real church expression of who God is that's what the world needs it's interesting enough that even in this week I've seen so much desperation people imagine what can go wrong and imagine what the world comes to when you take away a few things just all across our state take away electricity take away water the desperation that people run to. Things we take for granted. How people just lose sleep at night. Not because they're cold, but because their heart is cold to Jesus. And without God, there is no peace that we're going to get through this. There's no good vibes. There's no good emotion. Because only Jesus can bring genuine peace in our lives. It's about him. It's always been about him. But it's interesting. Last night, without even expecting it, around 8 o'clock at night, I, I got a call that I, from someone I've never talked to on the phone before. Never expecting it. They said, we, we're, we're, we're from an organization that, you know, in another state, and we like to partner up with your, with your church. You know, would you have the means to operate if we were to bring some resources to you? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, we'll take, you know, if it's a pallet of water or pallet. I was like, no, no, it's not just a pallet. It's, it's an entire semi truck. And I'm like, hold up, hold up one second. <laughs> it's, it, it probably later this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I don't know, but we're working on it. Food, water, you name it. We'll, baby things. I mean, what, what, what we can provide at no cost to you. We just need people that, to hand it out, distribute it. Do you have the means to make it happen? Without hesitation. I was like, yes. I'm never going to say no when open doors happen. I, 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 we're few in here. You can look all around. There's not a lot. There was less in our Spanish. But I can tell you where people are willing to say that God is my Lord. He's in control. He has authority. He has the means. When, when people are willing to come under him and believe that God is more than what we think and God is in control, God has a way of making things happen. And it, whoever gets the glory out of it, at the end of the day, it's God who gets the glory. 
So I said, I don't know, maybe from our church to another church, maybe one YMCA, another school. We have people in our church that work in social services. We can, we will make this thing happen. I know people have jobs, but man, we'll, we'll, we'll be flexible. And as soon as I know something, I'll let you know something. But can I tell you, as long as people have open hands and a pure heart, God is willing to bless. God is willing to open doors. God is willing, for those who are willing to receive, those who are willing to work, those who are willing to do what God tells us to do. Bible tells us that God used remnants. A remnant was a remainder, a small amount of people. And through remnants, through small groups of people, God took 12 disciples and he turned the world upside down. He took Peter, James, and John and they healed people at the beautiful gate. He took people like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that stood up for unrighteousness and he changed an entire kingship. Oh, he took people. All it took was a remnant, a group of people. Are we willing to give God everything and believe that our God is infinitely more powerful and can provide for everything? I have visions for this city. We have a room that we can fill. This is the time. Let every enemy that stands up against God come under his feet. I'm not scared of COVID. I'm not scared of sicknesses. I'm not scared of of economic crisis. I'm not scared of hate and bigotry and intolerance because I believe in a church and I believe ultimately there's a God on the throne in control. I wanna pray today. But if you're here to watching us online and maybe God is not your Lord and now's the time to make him your Lord. Come before God and come under him. Say, God, I'm here with open hands and a pure heart, God. I love you, Lord. Let's pray. I'm gonna invite you to stand today. And all across this room, I'm just gonna invite you just to lift up your hands this morning. And say, God, I love you, Lord. God, I love you. I thank you because you're so good. God, you're the one that moves mountains. You make the darkness tremble, God. You're the almighty God. You have power. God, you're in control. And you're the God. You're more than I can ever think of. When I give, you give more and more and more. You're more than I bargained for. When I had nothing, you gave me everything. We love you. We love you. Just lift up your hands right now. If you're watching online, go ahead and leave us a message. Leave us a comment. We love to pray for you today. But lift up your worship right now to him. God, we thank you. Say, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus.